Do you want to get featured on the False Motivation Podcast? Post a link to your creative work and hashtag it False Motivation Pod. Or you can send an email with your link to falsemotivationpod at gmail.com. Welcome to the False Motivation Podcast. Follow us online at False Motivation Pod. What's going on? It's your boy JG and my buddy Bernie. We back. Episode two. Y'all thought we were gonna stay down after episode one. You played yourself. You played yourself. You sleeping, bruh. For real though. That first episode, man. That was a whopper. That was that was a long episode, guys. It was a long one. Very long episode. It was a long haul. We were we were in deep. We were committed. Maybe went a little too long. Yeah, it's the first one. You gotta, you gotta work out the bugs. You know you what? Gotta work out the bugs. You know, my wife painted a pretty good picture for me. You ever see? You ever watch The Office? Yes. The first season of The Office is awful. It's the worst. And you know what? That show goes on nine seasons, and it's a great show. It is a great show. It's but man, fun. that first season. So we're hoping, maybe not the first eight episodes, <laughs> but definitely that first episode. Quality was not there, ran a little long, and uh, we're going to dial in the format a little bit for you guys, but uh, we just kind of wanted to take an episode and kind of just talk about whatever we wanted, uh, which is pretty counterintuitive to dialing in the format. Uh, it's just true. What a crazy week, though. A lot of a lot of big announcements in the entertainment world we'll get to. Bernie, what's going on in your life? Uh... Nothing. Getting ready to go to uh, good old Oklahoma. Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping down the plains. Yeah, I'm excited. I've never been there. <laughs> You've never been to Oklahoma. Never been to Oklahoma. No, that I didn't know. You're in for a real treat, my friend. Uh, Oklahoma is just about one of the plainest states in our uh, our our blessed union, uh, but it's not bad. So you're going to Fort Sill, yeah? Fort Sill. Fort Sill. It's not that bad. Uh, Fort Sill kind of is one of those places that gets a bad rap that I don't think it's quite it's quite warranted. Uh, now Lawton, Oklahoma, <laughs> I will say is warranted. That is it's a that is a butthole town. Well, I will be staying in Lawton. Oh, you're staying in, in Lawton? Yeah, in a hotel. In <sighs> yeah. Man, I'll pray for you. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> That's all I can ask for, really. You're gonna be all right, man. Uh, well, not all of Lawton is that bad, but it's definitely rough as far as military towns go. Uh, weather's going to be different. Yeah. Not as many mountains, not as many trees. So, oh man, the superstorm came and went since last. Oh, such a big storm. Yeah, man. man. It, uh. It blew a lid off of a container I had outside. Did you? I saw some, I saw some leaves having a tough time in my backyard. That was that was a rough storm to get through. But, uh, <laughs> can we talk about the? Ex- made it. Can we talk about the explosions going on outside my house? Yeah, there's there's sounds like shooting outside. Yeah, it's either shooting or fireworks. It's not a fireworks time of year. No, and I don't. I I'm a, I don't think there's a range anywhere near. I don't. I mean, it's well, and it's the middle of the night. Slightly concerned. So We're gonna drive on, but just. Just, you know, this might be the last thing that we ever do. If you hear cool. screaming, just know it's probably me. 
<laughs> Probably. Yeah, I'm a screamer too, man. I'm a runner. I'm a runner too. I ran on my mom once. Got scared and ran on my mom. Just left her. Your fight or flight kicked in. <laughs> Just left her. Your mom, yeah, though, man. Mom, it was rough. Well, I know you're leaving me behind then. Oh, guaranteed. Guaranteed. <laughs> it's rough. That's rough life. Well, uh, I look forward to uh, hearing about your time in Oklahoma, man, even though I'm pretty sure it's going to be relatively uneventful. I don't know what I'm going to do here without you. Uh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm not struggling at all. I'm still on leave for like the next three weeks. So uh, no, no struggles to be had here. Uh, I am going next week to see the Dillinger Escape Plan, which is one of my favorite bands in the world. Uh, in Portland, so I'm pretty psyched about that. Uh, definitely going to be, hopefully, sharing some pictures, some snaps, some uh, some live some live footage from that, but uh, I'm super excited, man. I know you've recently kind of had your, turned a corner on, on a little Dillinger escape plan, yeah? Yeah, yeah, you showed me. Uh, you enlightened me to the to the Dillinger escape plan. Uh, it's, a, it's it's an acquired uh, taste. It's not for everybody, but man, I, I did like it though. I liked it. It, it was it's it's wild. It's music. It's not for every. It's music that's not for every occasion. But if the mood is right, man, Dillinger just get you hyped, get you pumped. This is true. It's it's insane, and so much they've been around for almost twenty years, so they got a lot of good, a lot of good material material out there. So. I think you told me not too long ago they were. Uh, this is their last. Yeah, so they are taking an indefinite hiatus after this album and tour, which is really sad. But I am getting to see them on what could possibly be their last tour, so I'm pretty pumped. It's gonna be a good time. Can't wait to see pictures from it. Every picture that I've seen from this tour that they post on Instagram or Facebook features someone falling from the ceiling. That's awesome. I so, hope you're, are you up close? Are you going to be up close? Or uh, I, I don't know. I'm kind of... Uh, I think you should. I should be right up Yeah. There. I think if you're going to do a Dillinger show... Big, especially the last one. So, one of, my, so one, of my, one of my favorite shows I ever went to. Are you familiar with the band Guar? No. Guar is a band who... This is before Slipknot even. But they used to wear like crazy costumes and dress like monsters and beasts and robots. And they would like shoot blood on the audience and sing like old kind of thrash metal guar has been around for a long time but i went to a guar show and i stood in the back and i didn't let them shoot their blood mixture <laughs> on me and my whole life i've regretted it so dillinger don't shoot blood or anything like that but i'm definitely i want to get up close i want to experience it even if that means getting kicked in the face or having someone land on me do it Make i'm sure doing you it get it like get a a video of them landing on you see that's the thing i'm going by myself if i had a buddy to hey take a video of this guy landing on me but then that seems staged this is true anyway i'm gonna try to give everyone the best pov i can we'll have more on that next week uh halloween coming up exciting you big halloween guy you dress up at all no no not really i uh you seem more the kind of guy who can enjoy a good costume without having to wear a good costume. Yeah. Like the, the last couple Halloweens, I I dressed up, but uh, that's because I was going to parties. But uh, no, I don't, I don't. Halloween's fun. It's fun. Don't get me wrong. It's a great drinking opportunity. But uh, I don't know. I don't dress up that often. And when I do, it's very simple costumes. See, like I was Archer. So I, I just wore a suit. I love a good costume. 
be it for Halloween or any other occasion for that matter, uh, I am a horrible preparer. So most of my costumes have been kind of lackluster throughout my life. But uh, I'm going to try to get it right. We're dressing up the kids this year. My wife and I want to dress up. I don't know what I'm going to be yet, but I'm going to do something. You should be Mr. Clean. Man, that's, I, I'm trying to stay away from the two easy bald guy options. And Mr. Clean is like number one yeah, on that list. You definitely look like Mr. Clean. Now, are, there are some, some other better options, but you are definitely, unless you're willing to wear a wig. Are you willing to wear a wig? <sighs> Man, wigs, wigs are not cheap. You'd think a wig is just something like, that's something I mean, no one wants. you got to commit to it. If you're going to do the costume, you got to commit to it. I know, man. But also, everyone who knows me knows I don't have hair, so they'd be like, that's a wig. It's not his hair. I mean, it's Halloween. It's a costume. Of course it's a wig. <sighs> but I would wear a wig even though I have hair. I'm just saying, you're extremely limited when you have no hair and you want to wear a costume. That's true. It's a hard life to live. You know who else you could pull off? What? Howie Mandel. And moving on. <laughs> Big week in entertainment. A lot of a uh, lot of announcements. A lot of drops. Uh, let's talk. Uh, let's talk the big one. Let's talk the Nintendo Switch. Yes. Um, are you a big? Let's talk the last decade, I guess. Nintendo. Did you play the Wii? Did you like the Wii? I did play the Wii a little bit. I didn't. I wasn't big into the Wii. Yeah. But I did play. Um, did I like it? Yeah. It was. It was something different. Sure. It was definitely something different than the norm that was out. But uh, I watched a review of, of the uh, Nintendo Switch, and it looks pretty dope. It does look it, pretty it dope. It looks pretty, looks pretty. There's there's a few things that are like, eh, I don't know how that's going to work out too well. But for the most part, it looks pretty It looks pretty dope. I think, um, I think it could go one, one of two ways. I think it could be... On the one hand, this is a product that Nintendo has wargamed through having the the Wii and the Wii U, which was not very successful. I don't know anyone who owns a Wii U. I know there are people who do, but I don't know anyone who owns a Wii U. I think it could be a product that through a couple of failures, they actually finally have a product that is really cool. Judging by that, that showcase video that we waited so long for, I think it could be really cool if it really is what, and we talked about earlier, I'm a big Skyrim player, and if you're telling me I can play Skyrim on my television, and then when I have to go on a TDY or a trip, I can take Skyrim in my hand on the plane and carry it forward, that's amazing. So if it really is that, then I I think I'm in. I think Nintendo's been very smart to give it a March release date, because March is right after tax season and i think people with money in their pockets uh are going to be looking for something new i think in my opinion i think ps4 and xbox one this has been a dark period for games coming out i think not that many great titles or uh, revolutionary games are coming out right now and i think this is a good time for a shakeup. so maybe nx is that answer but also it could just be trash and all the stuff in the video doesn't work the right way Maybe the rails that click onto the side of the screen don't work right or they break. Yeah. Who knows? But I'm not a big Nintendo as far as licensed games go. I'm not a big Mario. The only thing Nintendo I've ever played is is Zelda. I've played some Zelda. Pretty excited about the uh, NES. It's coming out. 60 bucks for a game... A console. I mean, I mean, it's got it's what, as it's simple like, as you can make it. I I love the old eight bit games. Yeah, it's just 
It's great. So pretty uh, excited about that. Did you have an NES growing up? I didn't, but I had um, like family that did it. I was always oh, playing yeah. with them. But we had we had an NES growing up, and and we were <laughs> my family. You know, we we weren't poor, but we my parents were very frugal, so. We were always a couple generations behind on the video yeah. games, so when all my friends had Segas and Supers, I had the old NES, so I grew up on a lot of Mega Man, a lot of uh, Super Mario 3, a lot of, uh, well, any of the Mario Brothers, the old Zelda. I'm really concerned about those explosions. Ah, the explosions continue. <laughs> They're still the, going. You guys Sorry. probably, the mic probably can't detect them, but Man. some some popping, some some, don't know what it is, a mystery sound. We're probably going to investigate after this podcast. But, uh, yeah, more to follow on that. Very frightening. Uh, so, yeah, Nintendo Switch. Uh, another announcement. I'm going to shift gears away from video games, and then we'll shift back for something that we kind of pre-gamed with earlier. Uh, did you see the trailer for Logan? Logan? Logan, you didn't. Oh, is it the... The Wolverine yeah, sequel? Yeah, the Wolverine. No, I didn't. I haven't seen the, the trailer for I saw the... Uh, You've seen some the, of the, the I concept? Seen the, I saw the picture Okay. for the... the uh, like the artwork or whatever, I saw that, but I didn't see the the um, the trailer for it. So um, it's definitely That's I, what, <laughs> Bernie's Bernie's aunts and mother love our <laughs> podcast, and they have shown a lot of of loyalty, and we just want to thank them yeah. for their devotion. Even as we record a podcast, they are liking our posts. It's definitely one o'clock in the morning. Oh man, that what that is devotion. That, we got to throw them a T-shirt when they come yeah. available. <laughs> um, Logan. So, uh, and this is definitely something we are probably going to have to take an episode to talk about, uh, just superheroes in general. But uh, Wolverine, Hugh Jackman has played Wolverine for I don't know, sixteen, seventeen years now on screen. Um, I think it kind of culminates in this movie, from what I can tell. Uh, you need to watch the trailer, man. Holy cow. I think... Uh, are you familiar with Old Man Logan and the storyline and the uh, the arc in the comic books at all? No, I didn't pay attention to the... I didn't... I wasn't a comic book guy. I didn't... I understand. I didn't really do comic books. I'm a comic book guy by proxy, I think. So I never like went to the store and bought the comic books, but... I definitely grew up on all the old Fox Kids shows, and and uh, I, you know the movies obviously are great. And then just from kind of digging, excuse me, digging a little deeper into that, I kind of got my my taste for you know some of the uh, lesser known storylines throughout the Marvel and DC universes. But Old Man Logan is definitely uh, it's a dark storyline for Marvel. Um, this is definitely going to be a rated R Marvel film, which I'm excited about. I think they uh, they kind of captured lightning in a bottle with Deadpool, and they're just, let's just go balls out R-rated. Um, I think if you're going to do that, you should go big, and I think that's this movie's going to be brutal. Um, so, homework, dude. Watch the trailer. Yeah. I, I like, the, I like um, everything I've seen from Wolf. Well, I'm not going to say everything. There was one of the movies I didn't like. Uh, I don't remember the name of it. It was one where he was in 
Japan, Asia. Uh, it was somewhere? the last one. Yeah, the yeah, it was, I think it was like the Wolverine. Ah, I hated it. I didn't even see that one because it looked so. It was terrible. Yeah, it just didn't feel like uh, a superhero movie. It didn't feel like it felt very tacked on. Yeah, it was just not a good movie at all. Yeah. But all the other ones before then, I liked them. Wolf. So that, I'm, that, I'm definitely excited about the movie coming out. That, but. that Wolverine Origins one though, that one was just real bad. I, I couldn't get on board with that one. Anyway, Wolverine, he's been through it throughout his cinematic career. Hopefully this one does him justice, Yeah, puts him to bed. I can't imagine seeing anyone other than Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, but no, eventually no. it's just something that, we're going to have to accept. He's, be, that, he's become Wolverine you at know, this point. It's you, you couldn't replace him. It's crazy to think that we're so, we're so willing to accept a new Batman every four or five years. Yeah. But we, I, I, in my brain, I cannot... I cannot accept a new Wolverine after 16 years. Yeah. Well, it just doesn't. No Same one else with can. Spider-Man. You accept a new Spider-Man every. Yeah, every yeah. Movie just be on, you know, with reboots and just like actors being like, "This is the worst." But hats off. Oh, go ahead. Well, no, I was, uh, you know, hats off to Hugh Jackman for just being like, you know what, I'm gonna be this totally angry, self-healing mutant for the next two decades. It's kind of the same way with like. Mo- well, granted, it's only been three, four movies, but with Iron Man, Captain America, the Hulk, and eh, maybe not the Hulk so much, but well, I mean, even well, with the Hulk, he, you know, there were a few changes with the Hulk, but you're yeah. right, like I would say Iron Man probably they, the biggest. They definitely movie. kind of run that. That that's their character. Robert Downey point. Jr. Robert Downey Jr. has been Iron Man for, a, I mean, you know, in 2008 it will have been a decade. Yeah, and that's a long time to play a character. Yeah. Um. So, it's definitely, I guess, you know, not to be like, well, as an actor, but it's definitely as an as actors, that's that's groundbreaking that they are playing their characters that long and producing a lot of material in between. You know, I mean, he's been in Iron Man one, two, and three, two Avengers films, and the Captain America films. So that's, I mean, that's six films where you're playing the same guy and you're being directed by so many different guys. Yeah, it's nutty, but uh, I I'm excited, and I definitely I implore you please check out the Logan trailer. I guess we'll shift it back to video games quickly and talk about um, Red Dead Two. Yes, yes. Uh, talk about talk about Red Dead Redemption for you. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I just played I played that game so much, and I would I don't know I I would play it. And then I would go through like the little campaign story they had. The explosions are still going. They're, They're still going. there. We're They're gonna going die tonight, people. Um, and the bard is over too, so I don't know why that's that's going on. But um, we're gonna die. <laughs> this is the end of us. <laughs> this um, is where we go. <laughs> um, no, I would play that game so much, and and I would go through the story, and. I don't know if I ever really finished the story, but I always found myself restarting the story mm. just just to go through it again. Mm. And I don't know, the same thing with I get I mean it's the same makers, Grand Theft Auto. I would do the same thing with that. I would play, restart the story, play, and then I just find myself I'm like, all right, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do a mission or something. Even with with Red Dead, I'm gonna do a mission, and halfway through the mission, I'm like, ah, forget this mission. Yeah, I'm just gonna go kill hunt coyotes. Because yes. that's that's what I was. I mean, you're in the middle of a 
a rural area, why not? Why not go kill a coyote? <laughs> I, I'm not going to do it in real life. I have to say, like, I probably clocked more hunting and skinning and trading time in that game than I did uh, finishing the quest. Even though, the, the, I mean, the main quest, one of the best storylines in a video game ever. I, I feel like it's it's just the right amount of uh, gameplay where you don't feel like you're... I feel like the, the, the thing about cutscenes is they kind of give you a break. You need a break from the action and the shooting and the problem solving, the puzzle solving, and the go to this area to get this thing and bring it back here. That's what the cutscenes are for. The cutscenes give you a break. It's just the right mixture of cutscenes, which the cutscenes are great. The acting, the, the voice acting, the, the motion capture is all really on point. It's the right mix between that and the actual gameplay as far as like shooting or just riding a horse alongside this guy. Uh, and also, it's pretty it's pretty light on chases, which I like because it's my only deterrent from playing any Rockstar game is that I know at some point they're going to inject, like, I got to chase this guy. Whether it's in a, a freaking Ferrari or on a, a quarter horse, I know a chase or a race is coming, and I'm so not a car or a racing guy, but uh, it is the right balance to where I don't feel bad about having to do that when I play this game. So um, I think you take the greatness of Red Dead Redemption 2, you apply it to the, the, the chassis of Grand Theft Auto V, which is probably... It's a fun game. Probably the most immersive game. I mean, yeah. even... I recently, recently, and I, I know so I'm... so much to do in that game. I'm so behind on it, but I recently started Grand Theft Auto V. Even just the way that... I, I noticed you can pull out your cell phone and change your background. And if you look at your character... I mean, the phone pops up on the bottom right-hand side of the screen. But if you look at your character, his phone screen changes. And I know that's like a, like a minute detail, but it's stuff like that that really, I feel like, brings you in. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm excited. Red Dead Redemption 2. Not crazy about the title. I was hoping for something a little bit more like Red Dead Revenge or something, but uh, I'm not going to detract too much because they could have called it Red Dead Poopy Diaper and I probably would still play the shit I'd out of it. So. It, yeah. You, you know what I did the most of in uh, Red Dead Redemption? Hmm. I did a lot of uh, arm, arm wrestling. Mm. I don't know why. I just every time I saw an Dude, the, I couldn't go past it. I was the, like, I gotta do it. The right. bar games were super fun in that. Uh, the what's the the where you spread your fingers out and you do the little oh, kni- yeah, yeah. knife choppy um, thing. That one strangely addictive. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna die. I think the that's, mic got that one. That's gotta be fireworks. I don't. I don't know what it is. It's so quick too. It doesn't. It doesn't sound like gunfire anymore. <laughs> like at first it started. It was sounding like gunfire. It's North Korea. Nah. <laughs> Come to drink our tears. Now it just—I don't know what it sounds like, but it's—it's <laughs> it's really rapid. I uh, and I think I think, and then maybe this is the last thing we'll say about it. But um, I appreciate that they are not doing what maybe Ubisoft and uh, Activision do, where they roll out the next title every year or even every other year. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two has had some time to bake and marinate. Yeah. Um, just to the point where you almost forgot about it. And then you, they, they say Red Dead 2, and you're like, oh. I forgot how much I, I really, really, really want to play this game. Yeah. And uh, I think that's smart. I think that's smart. I think Bethesda, who makes Fallout and, and the Elder Scrolls game, does has been wise to do the same thing also, where 
they set their schedule. And rather than being about sales, they say, hey, let's take, if we have to take two years off to put out a quality game, let's take two years off, let the hype build a little bit. That's the thing about, you know, Call of Duty. There is absolutely no hype involved with any Call of Duty anymore. There was a time, I remember when Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 was getting ready to come out. There was hype, and everyone was excited to play it. And people were actually concerned that they wouldn't get a copy when it dropped. Mm-hmm. Not the case anymore. Call of Duty is just so overblown and overgrown, and just they, they've run out of future that they can go into. They've had to kick it out into outer space, and even then it's just like, I don't, I don't even know. I don't want to talk about Call of Duty because it just that is that franchise has become so washed out. And they really, they need to unplug it and let it cool off for a few years. And then I feel like uh, after a good reset, I'll be ready to pick up the sticks and, and play some more Call of Duty. But Battlefield 1 is coming. It's... I... Ooh, I'm not going to say. When does it come out? Because I've seen gameplay. Uh, like in days, I think. But I think it, it might I, be already. I, I think I'm in. I, I don't know why. I'm not a Battlefield player, but just looking at the gameplay and just how calculated they've been about rolling it out it seems like a really awesome game and just something I could get into. Yeah, I've seen I've seen some uh, gameplay of it, and it. I think one of my favorite videos. One of my favorite videos I've seen is a dude. He gets on like a big like a quad anti aircraft gun, and he's just like wrecking biplanes man just like <laughs> boom, 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 boom. and it i don't know what it was just like the lighting or the i mean it was just watching a video on my phone but i was like that really feels like it it would feel good in yeah. the game if i was doing it on my system so uh battlefield one uh it's out today came out today came out today yeah what are we doing recording this podcast Pre- pre-release was uh, a couple days ago but well, it we, came out today. We might have to jump on that. Um, but yeah, I, I am psyched for that game. And hopefully, uh, if, if we can't get our hands on it ourselves, we can at least find someone who has and, and get a review for these fine fine viewers. Your mom and her and your aunts. <laughs> I'm sure they're on pins and needles trying to find out what Battlefield 1 is like. Um, but yeah, yeah, a lot of, lot of drops this week. Uh, let's see. I think that's kind of it, man. Um so let's talk about this podcast because I think, I think it's going better as we do it. Now this is technically the third episode we've recorded. Yes, first one got scrapped. First one was was bad. First one was was trash, y'all. Yeah. It. Uh, we were we were all over the map. I think we were just. I think I think here's where we went wrong. That was our first full conversation about what we wanted the podcast to be, and we just recorded it and thought that could be an episode, and it... No. 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 It was a little too all over the map. Uh, I think we were not comfortable. Uh, I think... I wasn't drunk enough. (laughs) There was that. Bernie was just way too sober. Um, But I think we, we are getting better about dialing it in. Now, on our last episode, we had uh, C. Andrew Dixon, or just Chris, as we call him. Um, we are looking at having him on as pretty much just an honorary third host. Um, he is currently stationed in a place where he has enough time where he can jump on with us and, and uh, come in on some, some, some good conversations. So hopefully, 
uh, in the future. He's got an engagement tonight. He's actually, uh, I don't even know if you know this about him, Bernie. He, uh, he uh, to say he just dresses up, kind of undercuts it. He's a cosplayer. He dresses as a Ghostbuster, and he has a like, like screen fidelity Ghostbuster costume with yeah. the proton pack. I think I saw that on uh, Facebook. Yeah, he was talking about it got damaged it, or something. It, uh, yeah, yeah, in his move, and yeah. he, he fixed it. But it is a legit like screen quality sounds uh, Ghostbusters outfit, and he's wearing it at a Halloween function for his unit That's tonight. Uh, so uh, it's legit. Um, Chris Dixon, I think, is is definitely he's gonna bring. He might uh, be the most interesting guy I know right now. He, dude, he is he's definitely as far as army people. He's just like, yeah, he's he has yeah. sampled the buffet not, of not life. A, not a typical, not a typical, soldier. not at all. And uh, we're happy that he's been just super eager to jump on board and really just hang out with us. Uh, it was funny. I know it sounds dumb that we would Skype him in and feel like we're hanging out, but uh. He just blended right in and was eager to jump in on the conversation last week. And he said, anytime you guys want me back. So I think we're going to make that a regular thing as, as much as he's able and we're able. Um, I'm, I'm pretty excited to have that. And I think that'll give us a good layer. There's something about a conversation between three guys as opposed to two. That yeah. uh, Although, you know, we've done pretty good so far. We're about, what, how far are we in right now? Uh, I'm going to guess 22 minutes. Ooh. 21 four. 21 and I, was close. I started it late but that's a good guess yeah. but uh yeah we're you know yeah, we'll say we'll say 25 to be fair yeah we're doing okay we're, we're treading water um but we wanted to keep it short this week so I guess let's let's dial it in anything else you want to talk about this week Bernie um no I'm not gonna get into the no uh, what was it it was political stuff oh come on I'm let's not- do it I was just talking about the debates. The <sighs> debates are over. The They're debates done. are over. The last one happened. What did you think about the? I didn't even watch the final. I debate. caught the end of the final one. I, I felt I. So it started at, uh, six. I think it was. Yeah, it started at six here. Six, uh, Pacific time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I planned on watching it, but I fell asleep at like five forty-five, <laughs> and I woke up at seven o'clock. So I caught the end of it, but. Um, as all the other ones have been, it it was all a shit show, all of them. They uh, they seem they are uh, so like I they said, they don't like each other at all. Bro, you know, and that's weird because you see all the pictures of them before the yeah. election. I I will say this: I didn't watch. I I really haven't watched any of the debates proper. I've I've seen the clips online. The clips are hard to watch. Yes, because very hard. It's either someone doing a poor job of moderating, or it's them two talking at the same time, which is that infuriates me as a viewer. So, uh, man, we really got the short end of the stick as Americans this year, is my opinion. But yeah, um, yeah, you know, uh, it, mm. I I practice a healthy dose of uh, political agnosticism. So I love politics. I know you do, and I know I know your heart bleeds for your country right now young man but yes bye cracky but, well um, what do you want <laughs> can we not come up with a better sound than that for the facebook messenger it's got to be like 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 an ant spitting into a tiny spittoon 
I think we have the same sounds for all of our <laughs> notifications because well, my Facebook is that sound, <sighs> and my we have the same messaging tone. We're too. like Apple Mates. Is that true. what that is? That is a thing, I think. Apple Mates. Yeah. Sure. Uh, of course it is. I don't know. Um, what else? What else? What else? I don't know. Debates. Um, uh, so here's something. What, what, do, you, what do you got? I don't know. Okay. Uh, I was going to talk about something we actually talked about on the first episode that we never aired. Um, that, but it was it came up on my, my news feed again today. And I kind of wanted to discuss it because this is something that... It was the Dave Chappelle thing. It was the Dave Chappelle thing. Yeah. It was. And it's crazy that you mentioned that. But we... We definitely we want to devote an episode to comedians. Um, I'm kind of glad we went this direction instead with our episode tonight. But we'll talk some comedians in that. We'll discuss this. Dave Chappelle, uh, kind of throwing some shade at Ken Peel. Yeah. Okay. Um, Twice. Yeah, he's done it before. Yeah, yeah. He's basically second time. And it's basically all has to do with he feels like they stole the format his of format his of, yeah. of his show and. Here's my thing, man. I I came up on Dave Chappelle. Uh, you know, when it was on cable, I was I was, you know, I watched it and I loved it. And and people, it's crazy how. Yeah, well, that's uh, you know. I made Bernie a, a French press, and he's mad that there's a little bit of sludge at the bottom of the coffee. But I'm not mad. I'm intrigued. Cause... That's that's what gives the coffee its strength. Oh no, I like it. I'm. I'm more mad I can't drink it. It's like coffee pudding. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love Dave Chappelle. And I think the Chappelle show was great. I think it's great that it didn't go on forever. I think we talked about that too. Yeah, something to um, end. I think, yeah, two to three seasons for a show, like especially a comedy show. Um, whether it's, you know, and whether it's a comedy show or a comedy film, sometimes the sequel doesn't always stick. And we've seen that with like Anchorman 2, Zoolander 2, all these movies that they're trying, or Dumb and Dumber, or, or Dumb and Dumber 2, whatever. It, it, comedy is just, it's there and it's gone. And you just need to let it be gone. Prime example, Nick Kroll, Kroll Show. Kroll Show ran three seasons. Once Nick Kroll thought it wasn't funny anymore, he pulled the plug, he didn't do the show anymore. Genius. Spell Show did that, although I guess Dave Chappelle kind of weirded out at the end. Whatever, no big deal. Don't be ma- don't be mad that these two guys basically took up your mantle several years later and are doing doing. I mean, they were one of my favorite shows to come on Comedy Central in a long time. Yeah, that's true. I think I think Key and Peele. It's so quotable too. It's Key and Peele is quotable on the level that Chappelle show is quotable. Yeah, and I can literally. Lead to fifth. One, two, three, four. Fifth. One, two, three, four, fifth. What? I mean, everyone knows what the five fingers said to the face. <laughs> <laughs> At least you did back in 2005. Uh, why? Why is he mad? Why is he mad? I don't think he's actually mad, honestly. I I don't think. Do you think he's mad that they're not just like, oh, this is all thanks to Dave Chappelle. Thanks to Dave Chappelle for inventing this. Thanks. Good night. I don't know. So I'm going to read the actual quote that he said. I think he literally went Birdman with it and said, put some respect on my name or something. Put some respect on my name. (laughs) Y'all don't know what I've been through. Watching Key and Peele do my show for the last five fucking years. He said, yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's other stuff. And then earlier uh, in 2015... 
he uh, when talking about um, Key and Pill, he said they're hilarious. I don't know how they came up with a show that great. Oh, that's right. I remember how. Obviously implying that they got well, the idea from him. That just seems but so uncharacteristically. It does. But Dicky of him. at the same time, he's a comedian. So is he is he doing it for laughs, or is he doing it to be serious? I don't, I don't think he's actually that mad about it, honestly. I don't... Dave Chappelle has always been such an enigma to me. I just... Like... Uh, I, I can understand being kind of jaded and wanting to leave Comedy Central, even though they were fixing to pay him stupid money yeah. to make... I mean, really... To really not do that much... I mean, his, no. his work was to make comedy sketches. Like, I know... I don't know the amount of work that's involved with that, but still, I mean... Sure, it's quite a bit of work. I'm going to take I mean, that money. I'm going to make... I'm going to put some something out. There's a price on everything. But, uh, yeah. I, I just don't understand why he's mad. I think Keem Peel... I think Keem Peel, if, if anything, deserve commendation because they've taken what he did and perfected. The only thing Keem Peel could do more of that Dave Chappelle really had a passion for was the music. And I know they yeah. put some music on their show. I know they have. But he was very adamant. Yeah. I think I think every episode he had just a really good, just obscure, off the map, R&B, hip hop, or, you know, fuck it, the Fugees. You know, uh, LL, I think LL Cool J, like Kanye almost had his Kanye birth was on, there. on, on uh, Dave Chappelle. So, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Uh, it's just one of those things. Co- comedy and comedians are one of those things. Uh, on, you know, when you hear them in your, your headphones or you go to see them, you think, oh, like, oh, it just must be all smiles and laughter around these people. They, yeah. they tend to be some of the more introverted and kind of difficult people to be around. Yeah. Not that, <laughs> Chris, some of them. Not Chris, who we've had on the podcast, he's been a comedian before. He's a joy to be around. But... I'm sure he could reaffirm that it, they're some of the most nervous and just self-doubting people. I, I I don't get it. I don't I don't know. But I'm not a comedian, so what do I know? Yeah. Shut the fuck up, me. I don't know. I, I watch a lot of stand-up comedy, like a lot of stand-up comedy, and they always talk about how they hate being around people, and they you know they just don't want to. They don't want to do stuff. They just want to be by themselves all the time. And I think a lot of people think, oh, they're just saying this because it's funny to say. But in reality, I think they're they're pretty serious about that. Like they, yeah. some of them, they, they don't like being around people. They don't like socializing. And it just so happens that people find misery hilarious. <laughs> so. Yeah, that, I think, yeah, that that's absolutely true. Not, not one comedian i think i've ever enjoyed has ever gloated about how happy they are or in good shape they are or no. it's usually about how miserable they are miserable they are. all their unfortunate events yeah. yeah and i think maybe it's that being an outsider or wallflower gives them enough objectivity to stand back and actually make jokes about everything i think people who are in it all the time the, the social game they they don't have the eyes I guess to to stand back and be like, let's parody this and make it funny for really for them. Let's feed them their own fat, pretty much. Yep. But as I said, what do I know? Not a comedian. 
I think comedy is funny. I think I'd like to do stand-up comedy one day. I think you, you better drink a lot more coffee. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But <sighs> you got just, you got the jokes. Uh, not unless I'm. Not when the podcast microphone's on. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie's got laughs, y'all. He's got laughs for days. In the office, that's about it. No, they'll they'll come. I feel comfortable in front of the mic. This mic is. I actually don't feel uncomfortable. I, but it definitely adds. It's like a third person. Let me look at it. This microphone (laughs) sitting in front of us, staring. Just this big phallic black, like, (laughs) sup? Talk to me. Say funny things. And it never talks back. It never talks back. It's like you, the listener. Yeah. Really. Don't know what you guys are thinking. This microphone is representative of your judgment. I hear your silent judgment, and I I don't like it. Unless it's Bernie's aunts and mom, in which case we appreciate you being the only 26 people to listen to our podcast. It's 32 last time. 32. Hey, moving on. Well, I'll be moving Moving on on up. up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Man, uh, that gives us about a half hour. Um, I guess we'll go ahead and we'll keep it brief this week. Um, Any clothing, 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 any clothing thoughts? Um, what do you got? What are you wearing? <laughs> uh, Ravens hoodie. Shout out to the Ravens. Shout out. Uh, not an official Ravens hoodie. Where'd you, where'd you scoop that up, though? I don't, it's not important. Uh, yeah. Korea. Illicit, got it from Korea. It's an illicit illicit item. NFL commissioner, if you're hearing this, just come flashbang, fast rope in, scoop this young man up for his mm. ill-acquired merchandise. Korea's great for that. I have a, <laughs> I have a Jason Witten jersey in my... In my uh, closet that I never wear, but I love I it. I don't even care about sports. Cost me ten dollars. I, I mean, $10? you know, when I cared about sports, I liked the Cowboys. Uh, of course you did. I'm from Texas, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't have any clothing thoughts. Clothing. <laughs> you still think clothing? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm wearing a hoodie that I think is pretty dope. <laughs> now, closing thoughts. Do you have any closing thoughts? Um. No, I hope you guys are not completely bored and find this somewhat interesting. <laughs> hey, we did good this week. I find it interesting. It's fun. It's I something do fun to do. Um, feedback. Give, yeah, give us your feedback. Yeah, we'd like to know what you guys think because that's what really matters. It's really, it really does. And for crying out loud, it's on the promos. Just if you have, if you're an artist, if you do stand-up comedy, if you have a podcast, if you are making music, if you like to rap or make beats or anything that you want to even anonymously get out there, please. mixtape Dude, we want to check your mixtape. If you're in the military and you have, if your side project is making something cool, please, for the crying out loud, send it to us in an email at falsemotivationpod at gmail.com or... Share it on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook and hashtag it False Motivation Pod. We will find it and we will put it out there. We can put it out there with your name on it. We can put it out there anonymously. But we want to help you get your creative work out there for the community, if that is your pleasure. So please let us know so we can put it out there. And of course, if you got any please. feedback, please, please, 
falsemotivationpod at gmail.com. False Motivation Nation. Motivation Nation. I like that. Ooh, <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> Motivation Nation. <laughs> uh, we thank you for listening again this week. Uh, we hope to figure it out. Bernie's going to be out of town next week. We don't know what it's going to look like. but in three weeks. Well, we're going to get some kind of material out there, even if it's just a little bump, just to let you know we're still alive and ticking. Uh, but stay tuned. Stay with us, and we will see you next time. Later. Thanks for listening to the False Motivation Podcast. Follow us online at False Motivation Pod. <laughs>